Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. What's up guys. Welcome back to another episode of the coffee and questions podcast. I am Michelle Berman, Michael, your host, and I am joined by a new friend, but an amazing friend. And if you guys have ever met someone where it's like this magical electric, how do I know you? I feel like I've known you my whole life, but I don't. And I'm just meeting you for the first time type of feeling. Um, that is how I feel about this amazing girl. So uh, none other than Kayla Callender. I'm so excited to have you. Um, Kayla, for anybody who doesn't know you, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into the mortgage industry? I guess I should have said that. Um, Kayla's an amazing loan officer in Fargo, North Dakota, like of all places, no less. But um, Kayla, I'm so, so excited to have you. Thank you first and foremost for that amazing introduction that warms my heart. I feel the same. Oh, I just heart you. But yes, I'm in Fargo, North Dakota. And that was a that's always a hot topic, right? Um, they do loans in Fargo. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm a mortgage lender. I finance all 50 states, actually. Uh, I work for a bank here right in town. And I actually got in the business probably the way every single person does by accident. So I started in banking actually when I was 15 years old as a teller, you know, when you work at a bank, you work your way up to different positions, et cetera. So I did that. And at some point it just led to mortgage. So here I am, I've been a mortgage lender since 2018 and, you know, really leaning into this market. It's, um, it's been interesting, but, but I'm still doing it still crushing. I love it. And I think one of my favorite things about our relationship and one of the many, many reasons why I think that this is the perfect episode for my podcast and and that you're the perfect person for this conversation is you and I actually met recently at an event in LA. Um, it's called Social Con hosted by Tristan Ahumada. For those of you guys who don't know him, you should. Um, he was recently on my podcast as well. But um, Kayla, you and I met at this event and the interesting thing about this is that social con was one of those events where, you know, everything's about TikTok or everything's about Facebook or everything's about yeah. all of these new upcoming platforms or be on the lookout for whatever the next big thing is. Right. But you and I both, I honestly believe we're probably the only people in the room, definitely the only speakers in the room who said Instagram is where our hearts are. Instagram is where our time is. It's where all of our effort is. Um, and I'm just curious for for you, like, why is that the case? And mm -hmm. why do you feel like it's the best place for you to do what you're trying to do using social media? Yeah, I love it. I feel like you and I have been on the same page with that. So, you know, it's funny. I just started Instagram not that long ago. It's been probably um, a full year and a half that I've had my, my page for my mortgage business. But what I found was Instagram has had all of these new features. And Yes, you're finding that certain platforms are replicating others or you're finding um, they have a lot in common. But what I really love about Instagram, well, a few things actually, is that my ability to engage with people is so much easier. I love the ability to be able to like, share, comment, and 
to DM people, to really reach out, not just like, or say hi, but leave a, a video to them or say, thank you for following my page. Um, I love the ability to, um, I, I love doing the reels inside of there. I feel like it's super efficient and easy. Uh, when I was finding, I was doing reels elsewhere, like on TikTok, it was just a little more cumbersome, but for Instagram, it was just easy. It was laid out. And I found that a lot of people, a lot of businesses already had Instagram. So it was really easy to um, gravitate to them, follow their page, like, and share. Whereas I feel, although people were going to TikTok more for just entertainment. So this was more of a middle ground, Michelle, maybe you thought this too, of it's education and entertainment. And I was able to do both. So that's one of the reasons that I, I really have dug into it. Yeah, I'm 100% on the same page as you. And I'll take it even one step further and say one of my many reasons for loving Instagram as much as I do is it's every platform in one, truly. It is. Right? It so is. Yeah. your highlights are your new website, literally, right? Like all of the different tabs that you would have on your website, guess what? Yeah. Those are your highlights. Um, mm -hmm. And you can now have everything in one place, right? If you want to do reels um, or you want to do videos, right? You can do your TikTok in the form of reels on Instagram. If you want to do your video text messages, right? Guess what? You can send videos via DM, like you were mentioning. Um, if you want to do your Snapchat vibe where you want to be able to be quick and, be, and have it be gone, guess what that is? That stories, right? Your feed is your more intentional thought out, you know, kind of planned content. So yeah. hell, that's your website content, or I'm sorry, your Facebook content, right? It's like the ability to go long form and have these longer captions, right? That's what your feed is for. So I love Instagram because I feel like every piece of creative outlet that I need, I can mm -hmm. get on this platform, right? If I feel like I just need to get off the cuff and, and throw my hair up on my head and go for a run and then talk about it in stories, I can do that. If I want to do a more planned out video and be really intentional, I can do that. And I don't have to go to every single app on my phone to do it, right? I can just do it in one place. No. And what's really cool now is, you know, the one thing that I didn't love about Instagram now I love is that you can now have multiple links in your bio. So now I'm like, okay, now we're really flowing here because that's the one thing when, when people tell me, go look at my Instagram, I now know how to get a hold of them in every way versus some of the other platforms. It's just not as easy to follow. Well, and honestly, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like LinkedIn, for example, even, or Facebook, it, what does it do? It pushes us to other platforms, like mm -hmm. both of those specifically, they're going to push you somewhere else. So yep. like if I'm on Facebook, what am I doing? I'm pushing people to my Instagram because I know that Instagram is where my everything is, mm -hmm. right? Most people who are using Facebook are pushing people to a link either to their website or to some other platform. Like, mm -hmm. whereas Instagram, like anything and everything you could possibly need from me, you can get in one place, right? So Absolutely. I just mm -hmm. think that the, to go back to the initial point that you and I were both making is where we were at this social con event, right? Where everyone's like talking about all of this social media and you and I were the girl standing on stage being like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do <laughs> right. Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. And I think my question to you just out of pure curiosity, and I think I don't want to even like name names because frankly, I don't even really remember a lot of them, but like, I know clubhouse is a big one that was once a big thing um, and is, nowhere to be found at this point. Right. Um, yeah. What would you say is like the thought process you have about all of these potential up and comings? Yeah. Like, are you planning on diving into them or are you just kind of going to stay in your lane? So it's funny at social con, I kept hearing, I was hearing lemonade and I yes. was like, what is this lemonade? And I was looking up lemonade and I finally, someone said, 
lemonade. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I actually downloaded it and I looked at it and I tried it because one of the things that I'm really good at is um, I'm open to trying new things and having my mind switched. And what I talked about on um, social con was I was always against Peloton. I don't need a trainer. I don't need someone. And now using it, trying it, I'm like, wow, I really love this. I apply that to social media lemonade. I don't love for what I do. Um, one of the things that I will probably dig into a little bit more are YouTube shorts Mm -hmm. because I still feel people will gravitate there for a search engine, but I still believe my bread and butter is going to be Instagram because that's where Michelle I'm creating content. The content is then creating conversations and those conversations are what's leading to business and relationships and like, you know, somebody without really knowing them. I think you can attest to this. When you went to social con, I hadn't met anybody, but I knew almost everybody. You know what I mean? And I feel Instagram is going to do that. That's going to be the baby that, that drives those relationships. So I'm probably going to just continue to dive into Instagram. I love that. And I'm, I'm with you like lemonade of all, (laughs) I don't even, I don't even know, not that I don't care, but I don't, it's not that I don't, I shouldn't say it like that. I I do care, right, about these other social platforms. And it is yeah. important for both of us as content creators. And in my case, you know, yes, I own a social media company. So it is important that I know of it. Um, but mm-hmm. for me, one of the things I think that so many people struggle with is this kind of shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it ends up taking away what we're trying to do. Like the message that we're trying to create gets mm-hmm. muddy when we try to be everywhere all the time. Um, and I think mm-hmm. for... Instagram to, to kind of give Instagram my love. Um, and maybe the Instagram creators are going to listen to this, who knows, but, um, Instagram has always caught up, right. It's always been able to catch back up. So even if something feels like, Oh, well, TikTok gives me this, but Instagram doesn't, well, guess what? Instagram figured it out very quickly. If they hadn't already before we even knew that it was getting or needed to be figured out. Um, and that's one of the things I really, really love about it is it's transcended so much time right? Because I started Instagram back in 2014. Um, I was working for prior to starting my company, I was working for a really small public relations firm. Instagram wasn't even part of the conversation. Nobody even really knew about it. Nobody was using it as a marketing platform. Um, And so what has Instagram lasted? Eight years, nine years now? Um, What other platform aside from Facebook has lasted that long? I mean, truly. Mm -hmm. So- it's just one of those platforms that I feel like the creators and the people who are behind it have Mm -hmm. built it to truly transcend time. And I think that's something that you and I are really focused on is creating content, not worrying about fads, not worrying about trends, not worrying about all of the other stuff and worrying about like, okay, why am I even on this platform in the first place? And guess what? It's exactly what you've been saying. It's connections period. It is. And the whole paralysis by analysis is going to take over. You're going to have people that really want to dive into social media, right? But what happens is their brain is overstimulated, they're overwhelmed, and then they choose nothing. So if one message I can get out to our audience is focus on a platform, choose Instagram, for instance, and focus on it because these things change constantly. And if you're not keeping up, you will get left behind. And it's really hard to keep up with 17 different platforms. Yeah. I don't even want to, like my brain can't even process that. No way. Not really. No, um, I can't even process five. <laughs> no, I don't even have time for Instagram and Facebook half the time. Um, yeah. because it's mm-hmm. just, oh, that's one more check off the box. Right. Um, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. not check- speaking of that. I think that's a great conversation for us to have. Like 
I'm not a check the social media box today person because I feel like there's way more people that that's what they do, right? They're like, oh, I did it today. Yay, moving on next. And they don't put the level of effort or the thought that they should into Mm -hmm. it. Um, And you're a reels queen for everybody that is listening to this. Like, please go look at her Instagram because it is real. She is literally a real ninja. Um, (laughs) But what I will say about that, and it's so funny, I wish we had like more backstage footage. Like I'm going on a tangent here of you trying to record me. We're trying to at dinner or how well we were at the bar and like so backstory right Kayla and I are sitting at the bar at this hotel after social con and I'm like you know my hair looks really good I should probably record a reel right now um and I think I did the take like 14 times and Kayla's sitting there trying to record me trying to record a reel um (laughs) bloopers right um yeah but the the truth of the matter is like when you go and you look at Kayla's reels right a lot of what you're talking about is in my opinion, a lot of what other people are talking about, but here's the huge, but the way you articulate it and the stories you tell before you give the value is Mm -hmm. what I really, really love about how you do it. Because I think anybody can talk about a VA loan. Anybody can talk about financing, like anybody can talk about anything, right? Mm -hmm. But really the stories you tell and the way you articulate it and kind of the angle is Mm -hmm so awesome to see. And so my question to you is, first of all, how do you come up with the angles that you come up with? Because I think that's a big question for people. They're like, what the hell am I supposed to talk about? Um, and secondly, how do you just stay inspired with it? Because I think a lot of times people run out of that kind of engine that they need to do it. I know a lot of people have a plan, right? I'm going to talk about this this week. I'm going to talk about, you know, X next week. It's summer. I'm going to talk about Father's Day, Mother's Day, and then tie that to new construction. But for me, I base my content and my creativity on what I'm currently dealing with because it inspires me like, oh my gosh, I ran into this situation with a client. I want to get this message out to anybody else that might run into this. So, I mean, we touch people every single day hundreds of people a week from prequels to active clients to we're closing loans and not every scenario is the same. And so for me, it's, it's not just talking about a product, right? It's not like, here's the, here's the program, here's traditional estimated rates. It's talking about the emotions that people are going to be dealing with. This is a very, very big step in someone's life and it can be emotional. And so I try to think of it as, how can I educate people and get in front of this before they have to run into it and learn the hard way? So I'm taking those experience that clients are going through or aha moments that I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm really glad I brought this up to my client. I should do a reel on this. So that's how I get my content is just real life experience day to day. Um, the one thing that I do is I always have my phone on me though, which most people do, but to not be afraid to just pull out your phone and flip it around and just do a quick, you know, 10 to 30 second conversation of, Hey guys, I just ran into this today. Um, X, Y, Z, and just film it, film it while you're thinking. Otherwise it's going to go on your phone as a note and you're never going to do it. So I get it from my day-to-day experience. And then I'm, I'm using that by saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to film this immediately. And that's it. I don't have a set plan or schedule otherwise. What I love about what you just said, and I, I feel like I need to mic drop. I don't have a microphone in front of me, but like if I did, I would. For, so for those <laughs> of you guys who are listening to us, like just pretend that I just dropped one. But 
you don't need a plan. Like stop needing a freaking plan. Right. And, and I think that what you said about living in your day to day is so valuable. And I want to dissect it because I think one of the things that people try to do too much of is they try to plan so far ahead. They're like, Oh, if I could just batch all this content, my life will be so easy. I'm just going to record 17 videos in one day. And now I'm done for three months. Right. (laughs) And the reality is, is like, how I've done that, right? How hard is it to sit there and try to record seven videos in a row about something that is not necessarily not relevant, but not relevant to the conversation I just had yesterday, right? Or I just had today. And I think what you said is so amazing because even I'm thinking about our conversation that we had off air, right? Which is I'm in a weird position right now as a buyer in the marketplace. Like I'm in the middle of building my dream home, which I'm so incredibly grateful for. Um, but my house that I'm currently living in isn't selling as quickly as we wanted it to, because we live in a very small military town. Um, and so what does that mean? That creates what you called emotions. Hello. Yes. Real buyer going through real emotions. Um, and that emotion is anxiety, right? So how do you, how do you Kayla as a loan officer take advantage of that in a good way and share the story? You flip your phone around and you say, Hey, I just spoke to someone today and this is the situation she's in. And here's what I recommended, right? Hello content. Yeah. Yeah. that's what it's about. And you want to know what's so ironic is I just filmed a reel and you commented on it was I had a client asking, when should I list my home? If I'm building new construction, well, it reached you even, you know what I mean? So to take that and just do something with it, but do it immediately. And otherwise you're going to sit and be writing down plans for uh, the next year. And you're never going to do anything. Just pick up the phone, record and hit that post button. Stop being scared. Just post it. Um, it, 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 otherwise you're just going to get in your head. Also, I love that too. And I don't want people to, for, to miss this point that Kayla's making, which is we are, we all love to like make lists. Oh, this is a video idea. This yes. is a video idea. This is a video idea. And we end up with like this really beautiful note on our phone with like 15 of them and nothing ever happens. Right. We're like, Oh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that one. And then by the time we go to actually record that video, that inspiration that we had, or like the thought that we had about it because we had just gotten off the phone with somebody or we had just had a conversation about it, that that kind of excitement about it is gone, right? So now how do you record a video about something that you're really not that excited about talking about in that moment? Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. you're getting your, your inspiration from that, but you're also remembering the details of what your clients were going through. Or, you know, I would just suggest if you're going to batch too, yes, batch, but also have a plan to like post by a certain day. Otherwise they get lost. The, uh, maybe the trending sound is gone, whatever it is, it's just going to sit in your archives. So if you do it, how, if, if you do batch, at least just have a date that you post. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the reel I recorded at social con goes out tomorrow, like, and, and oh, it was yeah. one of those, like, but here's what, here's what I don't want people to miss too. Again, to your point is record it on the spot and save it. Right. Yes. Don't wait to record it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a big, a big, big thing. Like, cause I, I recorded that video on the spot as it was happening when I was inspired and I'm going to use it when it makes sense for me to share mm-hmm. it. Um, but there, it, what, not even two weeks between when I recorded it and when it goes live now, mind you, I have a, excuse my French, but I have a shit ton of content that needs to go out. And so <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'll get to it. I promise. Yeah. Um, but had I waited and said, I have this idea, I have this video I'm going to record, but I'll I'll record it when it's time for me to post it. I never would have recorded it. 
right? So uh, the point is it's ready. And you would maybe when you were ready, like, oh, I should post, you probably might not feel like filming. And at that point, it's like, I don't want to film today. I'm, I'm tired. I might not, you know, look the best day or feel my best or be as energetic, but do it in the moment. And then, then it's just editing it, which you can do from your car, the plane, your whatever, and just get it out. And it's so easy. That's another thing. Like editing drives me bonkers because I think people are like, oh my gosh, I, there's so much editing. It's so hard guys. I am so far from being an editor in every way. I was not born with that gene. I don't think like tech tech wise. And I edit all of my videos in five minutes or less. Like it is not hard. Um, it is so, sim- so simple. Um, and if I can do it as a mm-hmm. tech tard, if you will, um, anybody can do it. <laughs> I love that you said that Michelle, because I did not know that about you. Um, at social con, I had a few people saying, why do you edit your own videos? Well, for me, it's just so easy once you do it. And then I can do it when I want. It's organic. It's natural. It's me. But a lot of people are getting caught up in the, well, I'm going to have to hire a video editor or outsource that. Just do it yourself. Try it yourself first before, you know, and as you go, then maybe look to outsource, but maybe you just continue to do it yourself. Well, and I think like the biggest thing that people want is they want it to be well-branded. They want like the, you know, yeah. the captions. Um, I mean, I've used Descript my entire organization. I have 10 employees and every single one of us, we all use Descript. Like yeah. it is so simple to use. And again, like you can insert your branding colors. So whatever that looks like for you. I mean, it's yeah. just so fast. Um, and I think that people, people wait yes. to start creating content because they think they need a video editor. They think they need all of these other things, okay. but you don't. Um, I want to shift gears quickly because I am so excited about your take on this because I know it's been really big for us, for the two of us, Mm -hmm. even our relationship personally, um, is when you create a relationship with someone digitally and you take it into the real world, the idea is that that relationship in the real world is super easy. It's like super glue, right? You're like, Oh my gosh, how did I not know this person? Um, in real life, like my business coach, for example, have never met him. We've been, he's been my coach for three years. The day I do meet him is going to be the easiest day. It's not going to feel weird. It's going to be very simple, very easy, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Jeff Fitzer, Tristan, you and I had never met in real life. Ed, Mm -hmm. never met in real life. Like all of these people that we love, we've never met in real life. And then when we did, super glue. It was. We know you. Literally, right? For you and I, it was the opposite, right? We had never met. We didn't know each other. We didn't know of each other. Um, And then we had the opportunity to meet in real life. Now all we have is social until we get to meet again in real life. So um, tell me a little bit about like how you, how you manage that. Right. So when you meet someone in real life from social and then kind of on the flip side, if you meet someone in real life and now all you have is social, what, how does that work for you? Like, and how do you kind of navigate those types of relationships? I love that question uh, because that's what it's about. Right. Uh, I'm not using social media just to, to check a box. Like you said, oh, I put a picture up or a video for me. It's the connections because Michelle, you and I both know that it's about connections and establishing relationships. And to do that, you know, I'll, I'll start with the whole, you meet someone in person to me, you have that. Let, let's say I met a realtor in person for the first time. I'm absolutely going to engage with them on Instagram or what other platform I'm choosing Instagram here, but it's not going to be like, Hey, thanks for coffee. I appreciate it. It's going to be liking and commenting and sharing 
what they do because that shows support in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So by doing that, I don't know about you, but when someone shares your post, you're like, oh my gosh, that's the best feeling in the world. It's showing people that, that they care. So for me, it's when I meet somebody, I'm not just, you know, sending them a DM and saying thanks or an email. I'm collaborating on their posts. I'm supporting them. So to me, that relationship keeps going. And then it's, Hey, thanks for always liking and sharing my stuff. We should get coffee again. It's just continuing. Or they'll say, Hey, I see you have a physician loan. Um, they're commenting on my stuff now. So by doing that with someone else engaging, they're going to do it back. So that to me is how I'm just developing those relationships. Um, if I meet someone on social media first and then in person, I just think it's wildly fantastic. It's, it's like, I know them already. It's so cool. It's almost like a celebrity feeling. I don't know why that is. I think it's because you see someone from afar for so long that once you finally meet them to me, that is the best. That is where I just feel like social media has such a stigma sometimes of, you know, the comparing the, um, the scrolling, but there's so much good with it. So to me, if I can meet people online and do virtual handshakes and have virtual hugs, it's going to be that much better in person. The goal is how do I meet these people in person finally? So conferences, events, conferences, events, all the things. Um, and it's so true. Some of the best people in my life, like truly to this day, I mean, are people who I have honestly never met (laughs) like in real life. So wild. Um, you know, my, my business coach grant, I've never met him in real life three years later, but he's literally changed every fabric of my entire life personally and professionally. Um, I'm a better business owner. I'm a better wife. I'm a better, all the things I'm a better friend. I'm a better leader. Like that's wild. Right. When you have this relationship with someone that's just completely virtual. Um, and then for you and I, like on the flip side of that, right, you create this relationship with someone that you have this synergy with, And now all you have is social until you see each other again. And I think that the big key here and why this was a really important question that I felt like I wanted to ask you um, is because it is hard to stay in contact consistently, right? Like it is a conscious choice to do that. Um, And I think a lot of people struggle with that. They're like, yeah, I met all these amazing people. I connected them with all of them on social media. We stayed in touch for like a week and then it just like was, it, it was gone. Um, but I believe that that is an opportunity that people are missing, right? Like you and I, we may never work together, like on a work, work specific situation. Um, Mm -hmm. but guess what? Like that is still a relationship that I'm not willing to lose. Um, I would imagine you feel the same way, but, um, what is that? (laughs) That takes, that takes effort. Right. And so I think one of the things that people need to understand is that when you meet people that you want to stay connected with, maybe those, maybe those are realtors at an event, like you were mentioning, cause yeah. I think that's a yeah. great example. Um, if you meet all these realtors, like guys, we have close friends lists. We have favorites on Instagram. We have all of these other little mm-hmm. things that can allow you the opportunity to stay engaged with them. Um, the key is creating an engagement day where all you're doing is re-engaging with those people. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you have as structured of a plan of, as that, Kayla, but I think that that's, maybe this is a coaching moment for, from me to you on accident, but like that, that is something that I think people need to do, right? Add them to your close friends Agreed. list. People aren't doing it at all. In fact, Michelle, like when I, I've had people ask me for help with their social media and I'm, t- and I, and I go and I kind of look at their page and 
they are not even engaging. They're not, it's not just about posting. It's not about sharing. It's, it's about engaging with other people. It's social media and you're missing the boat if you're not engaging. And for me, my mornings, I'm the most creative. Um, I found, I get up really early. Uh, it's quite quiet in my house, especially when the alarm goes off at 4am. But my point is at that point, that's when I'm doing my engagement. Or if it's a weekend and I'm watching TV, I, I struggle to watch TV and movies. So I'm on my phone, I'm working. I'll do that. It's not hard. It's, it's enjoyable. And truthfully, it's, I don't set exact days, but I find that in my mornings or when I'm relaxing at night, I'm just commenting, sharing, I'm finding great things that to collaborate with people on. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the key. What you said is finding time or making time, not necessarily finding time. Cause I don't know that any of us are like, I have two hours today to do this. Like I don't think any any of us think that. Um, but my goal for those of you guys who are listening to this and you're like, okay, well, I know I'm supposed to be engaging. I know I have all these ideas for reels and, and Taylor and Michelle are telling me just to like record it on the spot and then post it. But like, how do I make money off of this? And I think that's the big question, right? Um, and guys making money is in the engagement that Kayla and I are talking about here. Like if you want to convert, you have to be willing to intentionally go out and make conversations. And guess what? Most of the time, those Mm -hmm. conversations in many cases are going to be with complete and random strength, like total random strangers. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so Kayla, for all the women who are going to be listening to this, because I get this question all the time, every day, almost, what about (laughs) all the guys who just want to, um, make or send me money? Or what about all this, the creepies? Um, I just tell them to block them, but, um, what does that look like for you when that happens? Cause I know it does. <laughs> it doesn't really happen. I'll be honest. It doesn't really happen that often, but when it does to me, it's like, thanks Bye. if it gets to be too much, it's a block. It really is. I don't have time to, we get enough messages as it is and clients, you know, in our day to day, I I'll say, thank you for the kind comment, but if they keep coming and it's, it's awkward, you got to just put it to bed, block mm-hmm. them, get rid of it. Don't respond. Don't encourage. I think there's a lot of realtors that might listen to this. And if so, that's hard because if someone's asking if they can see a home and you're getting a DM, that's where I get a little bit defensive and concerned and protective of women because you need to be careful. So for me, it's always have someone with you. If that's the case, if you're showing a home, but also, you know, vet these people out, go search them. Um, I don't know um, what else to do, but don't be afraid to just ignore. So it happens, but um, the the true clients are going to, you know, be reaching out, talking about homes, not about the way you look in that case. Uh, absolutely. A thousand percent, yeah. a thousand million yeah. percent. Um, what do you do? Do you block? Do you? Yeah. Um, 95% of the time I would say I just, bl- I just block them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because I am a, a military wife, I get a lot of really inappropriate messages from men in the military. And and that is wild. Um, but it's like, I feel like that's the one branch or just like being a mill in the military. It's like, you should have morals. Apparently they don't. Um, but yeah, I just block them and move on. Um, but some of them, you know, I'll, I'll just mess with them kind of on purpose. Um, (laughs) but don't, nobody throw tomatoes at my screen. Nobody delete this. Um, but scary. Yeah. But the reality is, is like when it comes to engagement, and I think the point of this question is when it comes to engagement and doing it, 
Mm-hmm. Not everything is going to turn into a lead. Not everything is going to oh. automatically turn into like this magical, amazing, oh my gosh, I got this crazy opportunity. And that's okay, right? Because what, what we're talking about here is the law of averages and, and sales. Um, and yes. that was actually something I want to kind of wrap this up with this question because you and I obviously experienced social con together. Um, mm-hmm. But sales psychology was a huge conversation at social con. I know I talked about it heavily. I talked to, I, I talk about it every day with my team and with my clients. Um, and it was interesting at social con specifically that everyone of the speakers, all of us on the panels, everybody said the same thing. Like you have to be good at sales, like period. Right. And if that's something that you're not good at, uh, that's okay. You don't have to be good at it out, out of the gate, but the reality is like, what is social media? It's a platform to connect but in order to connect and convert, you have to be good at conversation, right? What is conversation? Conversation is how you get good at sales. Um, so mm-hmm. what do you, what's your thought on all of that? Cause I don't think you and I got to talk about that. Like as far as being good yeah. at sales and social media and how they tie into each other. I don't think we did get to talk about it, but I'm so glad we are now because I think people have this, people have this thought that when they use social media, it's just posting and maybe liking some things, but they're not truly being, let's just say empathetic, thinking about emotions. And they're not necessarily sometimes thinking about anything but a product. To me, you need to be that solution finder. So if you're not, if if you're just sharing product or you're just pushing a house versus really connecting conversationally with someone in a message, Or I don't know if you do this, Michelle, but I I'll send a video message to someone when they follow my page, or if they're really liking my stuff, I'll notice there's a few people that are always liking and sharing. So I'm flipping my phone around and I'm sending them a personal thank you because that means the world to me. And so they might not be in the market to purchase a home today and, and need a lender, but I bet you that when they are ready to go, they feel like they already know me because I've engaged with them and you can't do that with a photo. And truthfully, your stories, yes, people can get to know you in your stories, but how much more meaningful is it if you get a video from the person you follow that says, you know, hi, Michelle, thank you so much. You know, if there's anything I can ever do for you, I hope you really like my page and find it valuable. Like you're, you're human and you're being relatable and you're directing it towards them. So the point of this all is don't just post like, and, you know, push a product here. I'm here to sell house. Don't do that genuinely connect with people in dms like share comment but otherwise you're going to get lost in the shuffle of the other millions of i'm just gonna use realtors and lenders it's a commodity and you're going to just be in the shuffle of everyone else absolutely and and one more point i want to make to piggyback off of that is sales right the people who are the best at sales right which are real estate agents that's that's Mm -hmm. what a loan officer has to do right we have to be good at sales we have to be able to make connection that turns into the opportunity for conversion, right? The people who are the best at it, in my opinion, are the people who are the best at having conversations and making somebody feel heard and seen in the conversation. Spot on. That is sales, right? Mm -hmm. If I, if I could define the word sales, right. Or how to be good at sales, I would say, be good at connecting, showing up authentically and actually giving a damn right. Mm -hmm. In your, in your marketing to that person. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people want to make things easy. I think a lot of people want to make things uh, fast and they're like, Oh, I want to be able to copy paste, copy paste and, and, and 
get it out as to the masses as fast as possible without right. personalizing it because guess what that's cheaper that's easier that's faster right mm -hmm. well cheaper easier faster great what's your conversion mm -hmm. rate <laughs> right oh, and, exactly i mean well, I don't know. One thing that you said at SocialCon that I really loved was you had said, said to somebody, I see your content and it's awesome. And this person's was fabulous, but you said, but I don't really know you. I don't really know you and people that work with, with people work with the people they know that they like and they trust, right? We say this all the time, but they truly do. When someone feels like they really know you, that's when you hit other, other areas that the traditional lender, the traditional realtor aren't. So don't be afraid to um, show your personal side because that's where you're going to connect. And that's where you're going to be like, Hey, you know, Michelle, I went through that building process too. And I understand your frustrations or your highs or whatever it is you're going through and have the common sense to relate to people and empathize to me in this business. If you don't have that, you're going to get lost in the shuffle. A million percent and more people are willing to do the easy side. Right. And there are very, very few people. And this is not, not an original statement. I, I, I guarantee you millions of people have said that ahead of me. Um, mm -hmm. But maybe the way that Kayla and I are saying this will resonate with someone that maybe you haven't heard it well enough to take action yet. Um, but hopefully you will after Kayla and I say this, but um if you want something to be effective, right, or efficient, right, it's going to take more time. If you, yes. and it, maybe it's more time up front, but in my opinion, as a, as a very successful business owner, um, why am I so successful? Because I take the time to make the client feel like, oh my gosh, I just got to talk to Michelle. No way. Right. Mm -hmm. How many people have bought courses? Kayla, you've probably bought many, right? How many people have bought courses and you never talked to the person that created it? Many times. Very rare to hear from someone that created it. Right. So if I call you, Kayla, to do a loan, like I'm calling you, right? I want to talk to Kayla. I want Kayla's yeah. opinion. And most people in that exact circumstance are going to pass that person off to somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a really, really fine line here where if I'm reaching out to Kayla, Kayla needs to give me the time of day, even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's 15 minutes yeah. to talk to me and then then say, Michelle, I have loved talking to you. I'm going to connect you with so and so for the next step. Right. But most right. people won't do that step. Right. Most people are going to pass that person off fast. Because, right, we're all, everybody wants to scale. That's like the, I feel like that's the word of the year. Like everyone's mm -hmm. like, I need to scale, I need to scale, I need to scale. Well, I, I believe that you can automate, or in this case, systems and processes yourself right out of a, bu a bunch of deals. Very mm -hmm. quickly. I think you can too. And I think it's a matter of fact of saying, I'm going to pass you off to this person because this is where they shine. And this is where they're really great at their job. And they know, you know, it, it's that warm handoff. It's not see you later. And you do a great job because if you're reaching out to those uh, individuals buying your course, it's like, wow, like, thank you. I feel heard. So yeah. that's awesome. But that is, that is what Instagram does. Right. And in my opinion, it allows people to say, I feel like I know this person. I'm yeah. confidently going to send them a message. And then it's our job as the person that hopefully someone's hiring, right. Whether it's you Kayla yeah. for a loan or whether it's me for the Instagram side, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. But we have to be willing to take that time. And I think that 
everything is all about, and I, I really hate this, honestly, but everything is about efficiency and I'm doing this faster. I'm scaling quicker. I'm making more money faster. And all of those are great things. But I really, really believe that one of the many reasons I love Instagram is it allows me to still show up for my people very consistently every single day. And it doesn't take me a lot of time. It might take me more time than if I had somebody else doing it. But in overall scheme of things, it takes very little time Mm -hmm. and it will make that relationship so much more valuable in the long haul and worth more. It will. It will. And it just takes the, just take some time. Just take the time. So many individuals think that it's just about posting, like I said before, and shutting it down, go and, and just talk to people via DMS, go and like, and share and get back to people. Um, don't be afraid to reach out. It does take some courage, but it's a little bit easier behind your phone than in person. So, I mean, it's, it's literally handed to you on a silver platter, use it, DM, um, engage, create those conversations. Yeah. And don't overthink the conversations too. Um, because I think a lot of people are like, well, what am I supposed to say? What if, if I, if someone posts a story and it's about their dog, like, what am I supposed to say about that? I don't know. Talk about the fact that you also have a dog or ask them if they're rescues, like Kayla, you have four dogs, like, wow. Right. That's a conversation starter by itself. Um, it is. And people, I can't tell you how many people I've engaged and had like even realtors I've had coffee with and, and clients that, that say, Oh my gosh, I love your dogs. And that leads to more conversations. Like that's what it does. It just leads to more. A million percent. Um, Kaylee, you and I could go on and on and on and on and on forever. I know it. Um, and I'm sure we will (laughs) in many other days. Um, and maybe we'll even do another episode later this year, but Um, I really want people to connect with you. I want people to feel like they can, you know, consume your content, get ideas and also reach out to you because guys, Kayla's amazing. And she's always willing to have a conversation with anyone, um, which is another amazing uh, quality for sure. But, um, Kayla, how do we get connected to you? And then what do you have coming up that somebody could get dialed into if they wanted to? So if you want to get a hold of me, the best way to do it is on Instagram. It's like Kayla calendar mortgage. So, um, there's a few events that I'm, I'm still debating on. Um, but essentially you're going to be able to find that, like we talked about Instagram has all the links. So if you want to talk, if you want to message me, uh, my digital business card is out there. So don't be afraid to reach out, whether it's social media questions, mortgage questions, um, just, or just following me, I'm here to help and and provide value. I love that. Um, I can tell you guys, and uh, this, I'm going to end this podcast episode on this funny comment. Um, because I think Kayla, you and I both are very high D females, right? We're these very confident women who are running very successful organizations. Um, and the funny thing about all of this is I was so intimidated by you in real life. I think it was vice versa. I think you were equally as intimidated by me and it was like, why, right? Like if you're intimidated by me and I'm intimidated by you, let's like squash that. And just like, did we just become best friends? Like that's literally what happened. Um, (laughs) And so for all of you guys who, you know, you might look at Kayla's Instagram and you might say, oh my gosh, she's stunning. Like she, I could never work with someone like that. Or, oh my gosh, like she's so pretty. Like I couldn't send her a message because she's just like unattainable to me. And I don't look like that. I can't do reels because I don't look like that. And I'm telling you, like, I'm saying this really rawly because there are going to be a ton of women that listen to this and they're going to look at your Instagram and they're going to say, she is like how I, I don't look like that. Right. Um, and guys, I want you to hopefully have had the last almost hour with Kayla and I to realize like Kayla is just a real person doing really, really good things. 
Yes, she is stunning, but guys, she is just a real person. And that is the key, right? Showing up as exactly who you are. We all have value to add. We all are so smart in our own way. um, And we just have to lean into that. And just because someone might look unattainable for us does not mean that they're unattainable via message. So that's just really important for me to, to share because I can firsthand say I was very intimidated by, by walking up to Kayla in real life. Um, and no need to be. So Kayla, I adore you. And I'm so excited that, that you were on with me. Um, everybody, by the way, calendar is K A L L not with a C. So if you're going to go yes. look her up on Instagram, um, make sure you spell it right. But Kayla, thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me be. It's an honor, an honor to be in your presence. And I'm glad we could connect again because we need to do this in person soon. Tomorrow, if we can. Um, for real though, guys, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Questions. If you loved our episode, please leave us a review. Reviews are everything. It gets more and more people just like you guys listening and ready and excited for what's next. So Kayla, thanks for being here and we will see you guys in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.